0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So we're back, as always. We have some things to cover today. First, order of business. I think that's, that's what they say. Steven Matz is headed to the Toronto Blue Jays. It's going to be a trade, and the Blue Jays just continue their busy offseason. They're getting Matz from the Mets in exchange for three pitchers, Sean Reed, Foley, C. Diaz, and John Winchowski. I mean, the Blue Jays have been one of baseball's most aggressive teams this offseason. Obviously, their headliner is George Springer's six-year deal. Then they just agreed to deal with Marcus Semien on a one-year deal. They added relievers Kirby Yates and Tyler Chatwood to their bullpen. You know, early in the offseason, they signed uh, Robbie Ray. Now they trade for Steven Matz. I mean, it's just been an exciting offseason for Blue Jays fans. Very exciting. I mean, Matz is 29 He's a former top prospect with the Mets. At one point, he ranked as high as the number 15 prospect in baseball. That was, according to MLB Pipeline's 2015 rankings. He's shown flashes since then, but there have been some ups and downs along the way in New York. I mean, just off the top of my head, I know he's had pretty bad luck with injuries. But on his career, he has a four three five ERA over 107 starts. So shoulder discomfort limited him to just 30 and two-thirds innings in 2020. He had a 9.68 ERA, which is just kind of laughable. No offense, but yes, it is a small sample size. However, if we look at the 2018 and 2019 seasons, those paint the most accurate picture of him as a healthy starter. Over those two seasons, he averaged 30 starts with a 4.09 ERA. So, I mean, you're looking at a guy who's just a back end of the rotation piece. There is upside there for more, but I mean, right now the Blue Jays are just hoping for a solid back end piece because Hun Jin Ryu is their ace. Nate Pearson is their number one prospect. He's next in line. So, Mats is going to be probably their three starter. He's going to join a deep group of pitchers who are like middle of the pack guys. You know, Mats, Robbie Ray, Tanner Rowark, those guys are going to be on hand to fill out the middle to back end of that rotation. So, if I'm a Blue Jays fan, I am very excited right now. This is going to be a great season for Toronto. Uh, you know, they, their front office said they were going to make moves and they have done just that. So I'd be very excited if I was a Blue Jays fan. As far as the prospect going over to New York. So Sean Reed Foley is, he's the most familiar name to Blue Jays fans. Uh, he was drafted in 2014. Pretty, I'm pretty sure it was like a first round pick. Um, hard hard throwing righty. He's been up in the big leagues. He has a career 440 ERA in the big leagues. He came up as a starter through the minor leagues. And then the Blue Jays saw him as a bullpen guy, so you know that fastball slider combination seems to play better out of the pen, and that's where he's been pretty much. Um, for Diaz, he's the Blue Jays' twenty six prospect. He made his big league debut with one appearance in twenty twenty. Up until that point, he never pitched above double A, so he probably needs some more refining. And then Wincowski. Uh, He's a 27th prospect in the Blue Jays organization, a 15th round pick out of high school in 2016. But he's performed very well in the minors. A 269 ERA between Class A and High A in 2019. His fastball sits near 92, and he's a big right hander. So it's, it's not a flamethrower, but he profiles as a starter or a long reliever who could definitely carry a heavy workload. So that's what's going back to the New York Mets filling out that farm with some arms across New York some news coming out of Yankees the Yankees side of things well former Yankee now Masahiro Tanaka he's not going back to New York he is heading back to Japan he's going to sign with his old team in Japan the Rakuten Eagles it was announced you know just today I guess he's not going to sign with a major league team this winter he's returning to Nippon professional baseball it's going to be a two-year contract and, I mean, he initially hinted at a return to Japan in an interview earlier this month, and there's been increasing levels of speculation he'd do so as this month wore on because the Yankees signed, well, they re-signed DJ LeMahieu, quickly followed by a deal to sign Corey Kluber for $11 million. Then, you know, it was clear that the that the luxury tax threshold was a very strict limit for the Yankees. They're trying to get under that. That's why they dumped Adam Adovino. In a trade to the Red Sox, so re-signing Tanaka wasn't really going to happen, considering how much money uh, you know he would he'd be set to make. So um, the report out of Japan suggests he's going to earn about eight point six million a year, but there is some speculation about that you know ab- about that number because it's kind of impossible to verify. Um, you know, Japan contracts, at least this early in negotiations, that's just how it is. That's what's being reported that's saying that take that number with a grain of salt. But whether or not Tanaka plays the remainder of his career out in Japan or again, eyes of return to the major leagues, there is there's no denying that his seven year run with the Yankees was an unmitigated success. He appeared in one hundred and seventy four games with New York. All but one of them were starts. He pitched to a combined three seven four ERA over his major league career. I mean, this is a guy who had a partially torn UCL early in his Yankees tenure. And instead of getting Tommy John, he opted for rehab, which proved to be a wise move. I mean, a lot of us expected his elbow to give out due to that injury. But not only did he avoid surgery, but he never again landed on the injured list due to an elbow issue. I mean, he did have, you know, IL stints with a hamstring strain, wrist tendinitis, a concussion and shoulder tightness, but never for his elbow. So he actually became a pretty strong workhorse. This is the only guy I can remember who was able to avoid Tommy John surgery and just go the rehab route. Everyone else who was prescribed rehab, they would rehab and then inevitably, oh, they would have to get the surgery. That's what happened to Shohei Otani and, you know, a bunch of other guys like that. But I think, okay, no, John Lackey. I'm remembering John Lackey now, you know, this was a while ago, probably like 10 years ago when he was with the Red Sox, had a really bad first couple of years in Boston. And, um, he, he decided to rehab his, his UCL issues. And he actually came out of that rehab pretty good, helping the Red Sox win the 2013 World Series. So yeah, that, was a, that was a minute ago. So yeah, it's, it's rare. It's rare to see that happen. But yeah, hats off to Masahiro Tanaka. Congrats on a, on a good run in the major leagues. And I'm sure he'll be happy to, to play back in his home country. Apparently, the Mets, I mean, today's just a New York episode, I guess. The Mets have made an offer to Trevor Bauer um, officially, and this was just announced yesterday. They're saying the deal will run no more than four years with Bauer getting at least one opt-out opportunity. As far as dollar signs, uh, we don't know. We don't know um, what the dollar figure is yet, but the Mets have an offer out to out to Trevor Bauer. So, yeah, that's... That's going to do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who would be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.